Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, my name's Jack Farmer. His name's Raj Geary, and this is the Wrestling Inc. I always say news and notes show, but I don't know if we have an actual name for it. I guess the Thursday show where uh, we chat all the news in pro wrestling. Raj, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing good. I, I I did the whole clean shave thing for some reason. Don't know why. <laughs> I, I do that every now and again. I always go, what was I thinking? But uh, I got a chin under here, apparently. But uh, here I am. I don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm going the opposite. I'm bringing the beard back. So yeah, I yeah. always have it where the beard starts getting on my nerves. So I, I shave it off and then I, then I miss it. So that it always starts with me trying to like do something with the beard, like shave it a certain way. And then it just ends up gone is what happens. <laughs> I, you know, slowly, yeah. but surely. Um, I'm one of those guys I'll have i I'll go to goatee. Then I'll go to mustache. And you know what I mean? You do all the stu- stupid stuff. In the middle. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, but we have a jam-packed show. I want to thank everybody who is joining us, uh, who's watching along. We got gluten-free in the chat. We got Andrew Jones in the chat. And, you know, I was going to go ahead and I'm going to pull this one up too. Uh, oops. I uh, got uh, going to pull up our video from last week. So I wanted to say thank you to the amazing people who left such kind messages for us um, La- on last week's show why isn't it pulling up on youtube taking me a long time to get here uh why can't i find our comments i was trying to find the comments on the show i can see the chat replay oh here we go i got my i got a split screen going so it's harder to see here but we got a bunch of them raj we got david uh we got uh abanita dutta i'm saying that wrong probably but ziggy balls uh we got john johnson there saying great show donald saying Need these two around way more often. Uh, we got uh, Ghost House JD also saying some good stuff. Shane Kelly saying loving this Thursday show. Keep it up, fellas. So lots of good interaction there on YouTube. I appreciate that. And uh, again, I always try to go in there and take a look. Yeah, thank you guys. Pretty much appreciated. It wasn't as smooth of a transition to get those shout outs in there as I would have liked. <laughs> but uh, it but did. Still, get... <laughs> we, uh, but this still was great. And uh 
yeah, to your point, you know, keep those comments coming. And then again, this is a newer show that we're doing on the Thursday evenings. I'm no longer in charge. So these decisions are out of my hands. So you, you keep giving us those likes, subscribes, leaving us comments, and, and those help us out greatly. Yeah. And so, uh, and again, everyone who is in the chat, Chad W, Mike Covert, Ricky Zaldivar, uh, Adam McFarland, Samantha, Tornado, Anthony Y, you guys, always good to see you. Uh, let us know what you guys think of all the stuff we're chatting about as we go through it. And also when we're done, just leave a little like, comment, share, subscribe. Um, but Raj, I think we've, we've, we've done the setting the table part of the show. I think we are ready to get into the actual news. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. First up, we got some big news, a major announcement on AEW Dynamite last night, and it is a new show coming, AEW All Access Show. According to Variety, the show will feature the likes of Tony Khan, Sammy Guevara, Tay Mello, Young Bucks, uh, and many, many more. The report noted that each episode will follow the wrestlers on a week-to-week basis Quote, as they seek to remain at the top of the company while also exploring rivalries between them. Uh, Fightful Select added that several other talents were given the option to participate in the show until AEW finalized the names that are listed. Back in October, Warner Brothers executive uh, Kathleen Finch revealed that Turner Networks wanted to create a more reality-based content with AEW. Shortly thereafter, AEW began filming for All Access following an episode of Dynamite in early November. So, new show. Uh, let me ask you, just first and foremost, and everyone in the chat, do you guys like reality shows based around pro wrestlers? Yeah, and, um, you know, I guess it always depends. You know, I think one of the things, you know, the, Total Divas, uh, is probably the most popular wrestling reality show that mm-hmm. there's been so far. And um, you could tell a lot of that was manufactured, but there were the episodes where stuff was real, where Daniel Bryan had to retire and announce his re- retirement. And I always thought those episodes were just really fascinating, where they're real reality. So mm-hmm. we'll see which way they go. Um, I got some, I had some people asking if this is following current storylines, and, and that's not the case. They started filming this a while ago. And like the Young Bucks were back in November filming stuff for it. So it's it's been in the works for a while. So, um, yeah, this isn't a, a decision that Warner Brothers Discovery just made. They've had this. It's been in the pipeline. Uh, there's been talks for a while ever since the Cody Rhodes reality show, uh, Rhodes to the Top, ever since that you know, got dropped after Cody signed with WWE. There's been talk of doing another reality show. So, so this is it. And um, we'll see how they go with it. Do now you mentioned Rose to the Top? I'm seeing this and I'm wondering: Is this sort of a makeup for the fact that Rose to the Top is gone, or is this totally separate? Um, I mean, they've been wanting another reality show, and uh, I think the fact that after the merger and everything, the fact that they still went through with it is obviously a good sign for AEW. It's not like the new people came in and said, "Ah, we don't want any more AEW programming or anything AEW related." So, um. So yeah, it's 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 something that's always they've always wanted to do another reality show, and 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 now you got it. So because I know when this was first announced, I saw Twitter and it was all a buzz with comments about they keep talking about getting Ring of Honor a show, but now they're getting all access instead. Is this? It sounds like from the report, this is coming more from 
uh, Warner Brothers wanting a reality show, not just AEW saying, hey, we get another time slot. Let's do this instead of Ring of Honor. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, again, they've they've had the reality show in the past and they they, they wanted, you know, something reality based. And, you know, they want to keep that AEW audience. You know, they have Power Slap on right now. Power Slap, that audience drops huge from AEW. I mean, as an example, and we'll get into the ratings a little bit. But AEW did over a million viewers this last Wednesday night, and Power mm-hmm. Slap did you know three hundred thousand. So that's a you know a huge drop you know from from AEW. And this is something that is more likely to retain a big chunk of that audience, or at least a decent chunk. And um, so yeah, it's it's a smart move. It's a way to add programming that'll keep AEW fans hooked without adding an extra hour of wrestling because. You don't want that, in my opinion. Three hours is, no. as we've seen every year that since Raw went to three hours, uh, th- their ratings have mostly gone down until this year. And also, that first or third hour used to always go up, and then it started going down. I wonder if there are power slap fans on Twitter that argue ratings and are like, well, they only have a strong rating because they have a hot lead in, the same way wrestling fans talk about. Uh, pro wrestling ratings you, you know it, there might be i mean i've <laughs> never seen the quarters but you would assume that first quarter of power slap is by far the highest rated so right. without that first quarter i'm curious what they do yeah uh so we'll see the uh, it'll be interesting to see how real the reality show is and how worked the reality show is uh, especially with people like I didn't know the show was coming, but watching like Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello and how they've acted on Dynamite, it's felt like they wanted to be a reality show couple for a long time. Uh, so, so it'll be interesting to look back and see see if that's part of what they were trying to do or if that's just coincidence or however that works out. But I know well, I think Eddie of- Kingston said he was he had some thoughts on it on Twitter, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of drama in AEW last fall. So We'll see how much of that is addressed. You know, we'll see if the CM Punk drama is brought up at all, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, this was November. It was September, right? That the CM yeah. Punk stuff happened. Right. But then uh, the elite returned in November. So that'll be they'll have to cover it because they're coming back. So you, you would think it would be mentioned. So. They can't just be like, <laughs> we were gone. Where were you? <laughs> Away. <laughs> right. <laughs> Getting ready for this pay per view. This is all <laughs> for two <access>. months. <laughs> uh, so very interesting to see. Are you guys going to? Everyone in the chat, let us know if you're going to check out All Access uh, and if you're going to watch it. Uh, I'd love to see what it'll be interesting to see what kind of ratings it gets. Total Divas did a lot of good, I think, for for WWE and for pro wrestling in getting people to know who certain wrestlers are. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was most into UFC when I was watching the ultimate fighter because I was getting to know who the fighters were and it made me invest in them. So this could be a good thing for them. We'll see if ultimate. it pans out that yeah. way. Yeah. Ultimate fighter made me a UFC fan. Yeah. And, um, you know, some people in the chat bringing up tough enough and that would probably be the most successful, um, pro wrestling reality show. I, I didn't count that just because it doesn't follow the current stars. It's, you know, it's more a separate competition, but, but yeah, that would be the most successful for sure. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. Can't wait to see it. Uh, now in our rundown, we had something else next, but I figure since we talked about it, I'm just going to make the jump, uh, live on air. Let's just go to the, the, the ratings. We talked about the ratings. So let's just jump right into that. If that's okay with you. 
Yeah, absolutely. NXT this past uh, this past Tuesday did five hundred eighty nine thousand, down eight percent from last week, with a point fourteen uh, down seven percent from last week. The five eighty nine the five hundred eighty nine thousand viewers that's that's down um, from what they usually do. It's on the lower end of what they've been doing, but not tremendously like nothing to be worried about. It's basically below average. Well, the eighteen to forty nine demo that was a point fourteen. That was you know that was basically the average, what they've been doing. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, it's exactly right at the average. So, um, you know, nothing big on NXT. Dynamite was up huge. Mm-hmm. They did a million twenty-eight thousand viewers, uh, which was up 25% from last week. And um, they did a 0.35, uh, which was up 30% from last week. That And that viewership, that million twenty-eight thousand, that was their biggest since October 5th which was their third anniversary special. And the 0.35, that was their big rating, biggest rating in the demo since uh, September 21st, which was the Grand Slam episode where John Moxley beat Brian Danielson for the title. So really big numbers, uh, considering all things considered. Now, this week, they didn't have competition from the NBA. They did last week. And this same week last year, you saw a big jump in viewers um, from the previous week because same thing last week, last year, I mean. Uh, they didn't have competition from the NBA the same same week last year. So, yeah, I mean, just not having the NBA can't be all of it. The Tony Khan announcement was not the highlight of the show. The first hour was actually the the biggest. So, whatever it was, it, it was a huge, huge increase and a, a really good number. Especially when you looked at the lineup, it didn't look like anything all that, no. you know. So, no. yeah, yeah, it was the the. I was going to say, I feel like the only real draw to this, if you weren't one of the people who were already watching every week, the 800 and some thousand that watch every week, the only real draw to it was the announcement, I would imagine. Um, you know, I no disrespect to like Evil Uno and, and John Moxley, but I we all knew how that match was going to turn out. You know, I don't think people were turning in to see how how it played out. We knew how it was going to go. It's actually kind of interesting that the drop-off happened about the time the the Battle Royal and the main event started, because you'd think those would be your big drawing points. But, um, Well, if, in yeah. general... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but I was going to say, but I guess... I mean, the only thing I can think of that would get people to tune in outside of the NBA would be that announcement. And so I wonder if they're going to look at this and say, we need to go back to doing the major announcements every week. Yeah, I mean, uh, they do love to do their announcements, but... Uh, it's always the first quarter is always going to be the biggest because they have that Big Bang Theory lead in, which is really popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's always the biggest. The last two quarters, one of those is usually going to be the the smallest. So this was pattern wise, it was regular, but the number of people watching was was way way up. So, um, yeah. So I think the the big thing is the NBA really uh, really affects their numbers. I yeah, I don't remember. I guess we don't really have a whole lot. Do we have a history of seeing how NBA impacts wrestling numbers? I know obviously we have Monday night football with raw, yeah. uh, but I, I guess I feel like I don't, I feel like this doesn't come up that often to see that big of a jump and that consistent of a jump, I guess. Cause they've been in like the eight hundreds for the past few months. It seems like uh, I'm not a big basketball fan. Are, are you, do you know when uh, the NBA season starts? I, I, I always say I, I sports center follow it, but I'm not okay. like, deep in it um so anyone in the chat oh sorry (laughs) oh no i like you know i I read headlines and stuff but i'm I'm definitely not like in it in it if that makes sense 
Yeah. Um, if anyone in the chat can let us know when NBA season starts and I can just kind of do a quick look. But I think it's like September um, or maybe uh, maybe later. It's October is what uh, Phil McCracken is uh, saying. Finals <laughs> in June starts in who is, October. Who is that? Phil McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you look at the numbers, their average before the NBA season started in September was uh, a million fifty nine, uh, a million viewers, fifty nine thousand with a point three seven. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to look into that more. So but their numbers definitely did start going down. It was yeah, October, they started going down and before really hit, going to the bottom in November and then rebounding a little bit in December. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. But good number for them. Hopefully they are going to keep some of those viewers. Uh, hopefully they got some people invested from that and uh, they keep it at that million, million mark. Um, yeah. Someone that is also bringing in ratings, Raj, uh, or at least I assume, uh, is someone who's very popular is Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn is actually so popular that Wrestling Observer Radio has reported that the company was, quote, very concerned about Sami Zayn chants breaking out during Cody Rhodes' segment this past Monday night on Raw. The report suggests that WWE carefully laid out Cody's promo so that the fans wouldn't have an opportunity to, to shout for Sami Zayn, with Paul Heyman immediately interrupting Rhodes after making his entrance. Uh, the feeling was that if the chance were to happen, it would hurt Rhodes' momentum leading to his match at WrestleMania in April. Uh, I, which I agree. If we saw, if we heard Sammy chance during Cody Rhodes' promo, it would 100% be a problem. Uh, but what I love about this, Raj, is that it shows how much they're currently actually listening to the audience and actively game planning. Yeah, I think it's a really smart move because um, you don't want to create that groundswell. You don't want to give because you don't want that to become a thing. Mm -hmm. And that would have been the night where it would have become a thing because they're still in Canada. It's night, two nights after Elimination Chamber. So and we've seen in the past where, you know, one reaction and then it just kind of catches on. You know, when Batista mm -hmm. was booed in the Royal Rumble and then after that, he could never go back to being a babyface. And, and, you know, once that that groundswell of uh, or that momentum uh, starts, uh, whether it's che cheering Sammy during a Cody segment, booing Cody, you, you don't want that to happen right now. So I thought it was brilliant if it, you know if that was the plan. It was uh, fantastically done because there weren't any Sammy chants during this segment, and that was in Canada. So uh, brilliant move, and uh, it's great to see that they're really thinking these things out. So if, yeah, and if there was ever a time like now, I think if we were to get to Monday. And Cody was to come out again. Now it would feel like, well, Sammy's in the rear view now, and we're out of camp. Like it feels like now it's too late to start taking over the the show with the chance. You know what I mean? Like right. that that ship has sailed now. And I, again, it not only did I do I think it worked brilliantly, and I think it was really clever. But again, I'm just I'm glad that I think in the past they would have said, no, no, just go out there, and we'll just keep doing what we're doing, and. Yeah, they'll just have to deal with it. We're now knowing that they're saying this is going to happen. Let's figure it out. How are we going to stop that? And it's great. I think it's one, it's very impressive and clever. So it's kind of cool to find out. But also, it's very, um, it's just smart. I like it. I just feel like now I get to enjoy the show better. 
Yeah, and by no means were they trying to cut Sammy's legs out from under him. They just didn't want the Sammy chance during the Cody segment. I mean, obviously, he was pushed strong on that show. Um, it, you know, he, he, I mean, he was, he, he was made to look strong. He was, you know, he had tons mm-hmm. of momentum. They didn't do anything to try to, they didn't have Corbin beat him or do anything like that to try to cut his momentum to build Cody. It wasn't anything like that. It was just carefully planning out that segment. So you didn't start, start something. So I thought it was, yeah, again, like I said, I thought it was brilliant. You know, I know a lot of people have been critical of Roman Reigns beating Sami Zayn at, at the PLE on Saturday. And I know a lot of, you know, there were a lot of people who were critical of Drew uh, losing to Roman at Clash of the Castle. And my thing is, so you would rather Roman lose to Drew, then win it back, then lose to Sammy, then win it back, and then face Cody at WrestleMania and lose. And I just think that dilutes the WrestleMania, you know, Cody's win by a lot. And, um, you know, we'll find out down the road if it turned out to be the right call, if Roman should have beat Sammy or vice versa. But if they're going with Cody winning and you want that win to win, mean as much as you can, I thought that was the right move. Yeah, I think this the way I look at it is if Sammy, like Sammy could win the title at SummerSlam, let's say, and it'll still be great. And if people say, the momentum behind Sammy will be gone and Sammy won't have it anymore by SummerSlam. Then I'd say, well, Sammy shouldn't have been the guy anyways. Like if you can't maintain that, you shouldn't be the guy where Cody wasn't even on TV for however many months and he had, he kept it. So clearly he's the guy. Yeah. I I just feel like Cody's shown that he's over without being in the bloodline storyline. Sammy will see. He could be, Mm -hmm. uh, we just don't know. Um, but if Sammy beat Roman, and let's say they didn't go with Roman and Cody, they went with the triple threat, or if they went with Sammy versus Cody, those two matches just don't seem as big as Roman versus Cody. And, and again, I have faith in this creative team under Triple H. There, there's not much I've been able to criticize, you know, since since they've taken over as far as the top level angles, and they seem to know what they're doing. So far be it from me to know to yeah. be able to criticize until we see the end game. And, and if they're wrong, we can go back and, and look and be like, Hey, they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have done it. But so far uh, they've been, they've been right on. Yeah. They've knocked it out of the park every step of the way. So I'm not going to correct them. And, uh, um, and everyone seems more popular than they've been before after being a part of it. So it's, it's continually working, but yeah, I think, uh, I think one you've got, I, I also want to say, I feel like people are always constantly saying in WWE that they're not building to the future. Uh, okay. cause guys like Roman beats everybody or what are they, who are they building up? And I think, look at how quickly they made Sami Zayn the most popular person in pro wrestling. They can make anybody popular. <laughs> you know, not anybody. I don't mean not anybody, you know, you know what I mean? But I mean, <laughs> right. like, if they need somebody to be the guy, they'll find a way to make someone the guy. Yes. And Sammy, you know, a a year ago, he was basically an entertaining mid card guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone you didn't see in the main event. And now you see him as a main eventer. And I saw some people being like, oh, WWE just wasted all that time. And they they just squandered away. Sammy's like, I will guarantee you, Sammy is appreciative being where he is now than where he is uh, before this storyline started. So 100 percent, 100 percent. We got a question for you, Raj, in the super mm-hmm. chat. And Joel, what's the percentage would? Thank for being so po- uh, patient with me here. Uh, but Joel asks you, Raj, one year from today, February 23rd, 2024, who owns WWE and who is head of creative? 
<laughs> ah, that's a tough one because I mean, the easy answer is the highest bidder. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, we haven't really talked about uh, Vince uh, WWE wanting, you know, putting publicly out there they want nine billion dollars, and uh, I saw some people critical of that, and like that makes sense to put out the the biggest you know take the number you think you can get and put out a bigger number you don't want to put out mm-hmm. a smaller number or that number you want the bigger number so if they come down you're, you seem like you're settling but you know you're you're getting what you want so yeah when you're selling you don't want to uh under you know under value your product negotiation 101 you know right but yeah. nine billion dollars there's not many media companies that I can see wanting to put that and I can see Saudi Arabia easily. Um, they could easily afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, so gosh, if, if, if I had a betting favorite, that would probably be it. If and, you are, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say uh, how that would affect their TV deals, sponsorships, all that. That's no longer Vince's problem. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's uh that's the the Saudis uh, issue, but you know, at that kind of a price tag, we've seen Comcast kind of bow out Endeavor. I don't know if they want to spend that kind of money, but uh, we'll see. But Endeavor seems to be the, the other favorite. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If Saudi Arabia said, yes, here is $9 billion, we're happy to pay you, and all the other media places like NBC or whoever, they're saying, we'll pay you, but not that much. Is there any reason, if you're Vince McMahon, to take less to keep it in an American owned company or since like you said, he's out, there's not, it's not like, like it's not, like he needs to worry about the company's 
success after that. He's he's sell, he's selling it. Like, so well, is there any reason for him to care outside of just like, I hope it does well? Um, gosh, I can't think of any because it's not like keeping his kids employed because they're both gone. Yeah. Uh, Triple H, is it? Is he going to want the sale price to change by a billion dollars for Triple H to stay on? Um, no, <laughs> I don't know if he like. <laughs> I don't know if I like anybody enough to pass up a billion dollars. So uh, you know, I hope I'm wrong. I, I I always thought the ideal thing was NBC. They it made the most sense. It would they would get SmackDown back, and they pay so much per year anyway for WWE rights. So mm-hmm. uh, then they wouldn't have to pay that anymore, and they they you know they'd pay that off you know pretty quickly compared to compared to others, but. Um. Yeah, and and I would think the Saudis would want to keep Triple H in charge of creative. I'm sure they'd want what works. But you know, Vince with the Saudis, I could see him saying, "Hey, I I want back in." And they, I wouldn't be surprised if they see him as the kingmaker still. Yeah. No, not not many of these TV executives are paying attention to creative being better. You know. Right. So. Yeah, they don't they don't care about that at all. Yeah. It, It could. I'm sure this could just be them doing the lamest stuff that wrestling's ever. It could be the gobbledygooker dancing around for three hours. If the ratings are good and they're selling stuff with their advertising. Right. That's all, yeah. <laughs> that's all they care about. Right. Yeah. Um, but we'll have to see. I, I'd imagine anyone outside of maybe Saudi Arabia buying them. Uh, I'd imagine anyone would just keep the creative in place. I can't imagine they'd come in and shake it up outside of a, Tony combine them if that was though I don't think that would happen I you know that's I, I can't imagine why you would get rid of the guy running it right I mean usually when you have these big acquisitions you know when Endeavor bought UFC a bunch of people were gone you know they let a bunch of people go but you, they still kept Dana White right. um, so you still want to keep the key people in place as much as you can Joe Silva left after the uh, after Endeavor bought the UFC but they kept Dana White um, but yeah, anytime there's a big acquisition, there's big changes as much as they say there's not going to be. And, um, but I would think that, you know, the key people you'd still want there. Yeah. I could see them wanting Vince still on as kind of a figurehead. So who knows? Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, but yeah, Saudi Arabia, if they were to buy them, they would potentially be a, um, uh, another, uh, I had a great, I'm going to. I had a great transition, but I think uh, Joel has a super chat I want to get to now. Uh, Joel, what's the percentage would also adds, uh, do you think Comcast will just easily give up WWE's rights? The USA Network tanks without Raw, and if WWE sells to anybody other than them, they'd almost certainly lose the rights. Well, if they sold to Saudi, Saudi doesn't have their own TV network, so they'd still need the TV deals. And now whether NBC, Universal you know, wants to stay in business. I think they, they'd almost have to because USA is kind of dead without WWE. They have no other hit shows. Um, I mean, they're really dependent on them. So I would think that they would just out of necessity would have to make some sort of deal, uh, regardless of if the Saudis were to buy WWE. And as far as Comcast, just easily giving up WWE rights, I just get the feeling that Comcast made an offer and WWE turned them down uh, money-wise because David Faber on CNBC, CNBC is owned by Comcast also, which owns NBC and USA Network. I don't think he would go out there and say, 
Comcast is out of the running unless he knew something. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, who, who knows? They could always come back to the table and everything, but, uh, the fact that they said that and Nick Khan still seems very confident that they're getting a deal soon, uh, just suggests to me that they're out, but I, I hope I'm wrong. If they throw this number out 9 billion and the, and, and no one, like they don't sell and month goes by, two months go by, three months go by. The longer it takes for them to sell, the harder it's going to be for them to get that number, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's like selling a house, right? The longer you have it on the market, you know, eventually you're not going to start bringing the price up. <laughs> you know, you've got to. <laughs> so, yeah, you start eventually bringing it down. And uh, yeah, so I think they're going to look at the highest bidders. I don't think they realistically think they're getting nine. The market cap yeah. is six and a half billion. Seven seems more, seven to eight seems more likely the range. So we'll see. But they have to do the whole, we want 9 billion. And they say, well, I'll give you 5 billion. And they'll say, what about eight and a half? What about, right. five, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, negotiating one-on-one. I, yeah. when I sold wrestling Inc, I didn't, I definitely didn't take the first offer. and <laughs> Neither did they. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but if Saudi Arabia buys WWE, it'll be a non-American company. But speaking about non-American wrestling companies, here's the transition, baby. There New Japan pro wrestling. And AEW looks like they're going to be doing Forbidden Door too soon. Spectrum has seemingly confirmed the date of the second Forbidden Door uh, as they've listed June 24th on their upcoming events section of its website as Forbidden Door 2. Uh, they've yet to officially announce it, AEW and New Japan, I should say, uh, when the next show will be or take place. Um, however, AEW CEO Tony Khan recently disclosed that the special cross-promotional showcase would return soon. Is this a bit of an oopsie daisy by Spectrum here? I mean, I think it's kind of expected. That's ex that date is basically exactly a year after the last Forbidden Door, so um, yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, unless Tony Khan wanted to save it for as an announcement on Dynamite or something, but yeah, you know, they could still do it and you know do an announcement on you know what the main event is or something. So eh, it's it's not a big deal, but yeah, I, I think it was expected to be around that time anyway. By the way, uh, uh, I don't know how to pray. Is it uh, Kardashiano? Uh, thank you for the greetings from Poland, all the way from Poland. Good to see you. Uh, appreciate you swinging by. Uh, and of course, Veggie Gamer. Got my UK money in the bank ticket. So that means I'm guessing you're a UK Veggie Gamer. Uh, uh, but real, um, real quick, um, Doom Tribe T saying Fox will do business with the Saudis, but NBCU Comcast is not as likely, especially in the current political climate. Fox, I mean, the, the big thing is Live Golf. Um, you know, they haven't been able to secure a TV deal and it's been like a year. And, um, you know, they're owned by the Saudis. But now there's, it looks like they might take a, Fox might take a paid uh, deal where Live pays them to air uh, Live Golf on, on the network. So uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, as far as Forbidden Door goes, did, were you a fan of Forbidden Door last time? What were your thoughts on that? I thought it was a really good show, but I thought um, I thought the, uh, the story. I just felt like AEW their momentum paused after mm -hmm. uh, after Double or Nothing, and their ratings went down. Um, I thought the interest went down. So they it's like they sacrificed a month of momentum to, and, and they did great for Forbidden Door on pay per view and, and a huge gate. But I just felt like it just kind of 
really dropped their momentum last summer. So I, I'm not, I don't know if, if it's something with like a one or two week build. Um, I think the people that are going to buy it are going to buy it anyway. You don't need a month build. And so you just have it as a special event on the side, but you keep your other storylines going. Then I, I think that's the better business move personally. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the show was good. I do not like how it felt very like the old days of the Saudi Arabia shows in WWE, where it feels like they just threw everything in the trash and said, now we're doing a four week build to this one show that has nothing to do with anything else. Right. And DX is back for a month. And right. Yeah. 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 And so uh, I didn't, uh, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. I also kind of feel like last time they relied so heavily on like, but it's this guy versus this guy. That's the story. And it feels like they've been doing a lot of that lately. And I don't feel like it's as interesting as it was when there was actual stories. So I don't know if I'd be super pumped if they were to just say, hey, look, it's now, you know, Tanahashi versus MJF. I think, I mean, cool, but I want more to it than that. I don't know. Right. Uh, uh, real quick correction. So Live Golf is going to be on. Uh, thanks, Phil Washington. Live Golf, actually, the stuff with them paying to be on Fox Sports. Uh, Live Golf denied it, and they are actually on the CW network. So, again, that shows um, the CW network's a very weak station, and it's golf. Um, and granted, you know, PGA is very powerful, but there are a lot of stations that don't have a relationship with the PGA, and they're not uh, they're not going after it. Fox being one of them. Uh, I got to ask you this question in the chat, uh, Raj. Here, Darius uh, says. Uh, Darius Malsiski, let me know if I'm saying that right, uh, asks, what's Raj's take on the Tony Khan, Ariel Halwani social media drama? <laughs> I tweeted on it Friday night. And you, you know how sometimes you make those tweets as you wake up and then all of a sudden there's like just tons and tons and tons of, mm -hmm. you know, either people agreeing or, or backlash or whatever. Um, I thought Tony shouldn't have made the first tweet. I, mm -hmm. I think the owner of a professional wrestling company it just sounded childish to to make that kind of a, a tweet. But I thought what Ariel replied with the snowman comment, I thought that was just I thought it was beyond the pale. It's it's one mm -hmm. thing for uh, basically Tony's calling Ariel a WWE employee or a shill, yeah. more or less. And uh, and that, and that's not cool. And I could see obviously Ariel's going to get pissed over that. But then calling someone a cokehead, you know, right. replying with that, that's one's illegal one's not um i just thought it was beyond the pale i, I just thought it was uh, way lower tony shouldn't have made that first tweet that was immature and childish uh but ariel's was just for for someone in his position to to make something like that now it's one thing if someone let's say someone had been arrested multiple times for being caught with cocaine or something then you call him that that's one thing but for someone that that isn't just you're just you're just going by his personality and he tony's an energetic guy and you know i've, I've been around him and everyone i've you know everyone there's a lot of people that that talk you know uh, that don't really know him about that kind of stuff but um right. he's just he's just drinking coffee all the time he's amped up he's always he's always going so i don't know anyway they're both pretty big accusations and things you shouldn't say unless you know or have proof of something. But in general, I, I know I, I said this on raw, I believe the raw after show, but uh, I know you and I, we love it when companies take shots at each other and stuff like that. But I felt like this one was 
it's different when a billion dollar company takes a shot at an individual. That to me is like punching down. But it's it's different when it's billion dollar company taking shot at billion dollar company or wrestler taking shot at wrestler in a way that also is kind of within wrestling. I think that's fun. But this is like, eh, you, yeah, you shouldn't be. I I, I don't want to see, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know calling out some individual reporter and saying horrible things about them or something like that. It's just, yeah, it was, it was childish. It was like his feelings got hurt because Ariel was on that show and Ariel said bad things about their interview, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, you know, responding with like that wasn't cool. And look, I thought WWE with the unbiased reporter, I had no problem with that. I thought it was like you said, the companies that's kind of taking a shot at AEW and, mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally fine when AEW takes shots with WWE. But if WWE started using Snowman, then I'd then I think you know again that's beyond the pale. Right, because it would be a bit like them commenting on like AEW commenting on Vince McMahon allegations and things. Like right. That. It's a bit like yeah, some things right. you just leave leave. And the Vince McMahon allegations are real. Like that's right. something that's you know true, and they're still not doing that. So. Um, but yeah, yeah. But taking shots at others, the others creative or things like that, or comments they've made, I think there's there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, let's get to, uh, we talked about one big show coming up. Let's talk about the biggest show of the year coming up in pro wrestling. Um, uh, I'm going to get some AEW fans who are upset that I said that. But WrestleMania <laughs> is coming up. Um uh, I love AEW. Okay, guys, come on. I'm just let's WrestleMania is sort of the tent pole, big, big one of the year, though. Uh, we let's talk about the card. Now, I saw a tweet from you, so I'm, I'm quoting Raj Geary here, uh, talking about uh, oh, Max Caster commented on Vince's allegations in one of his raps. True, uh, I can't remember it, but I believe you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> just, I'm not gonna argue that. Uh, but uh, we you you put down a list of the card for WrestleMania as it stands now. We've got Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair versus Asuka, Bobby Lashley versus Bray Wyatt, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, John Cena versus Austin Theory, Edge versus Finn Balor, possibly Hell in a Cell, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, The Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Io Sky and Dakota Kai. And you also added your guesses of Becky Lynch and Lita, uh, Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish versus Damage Control, and Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, that to me sounds like an absolutely stacked card. I agree. Uh, you know, I think anytime you put a card out, you're always going to get people saying, especially on Twitter, you're going to get the positives and the negatives. And uh, I think. Outside of Brock versus Omos and uh, Bray versus Lashley, I think it looks like a very stacked card. It's, it's pretty, it's very deep. You know, the Gunther and Drew, I, I'm kind of just going by what they've been doing on TV. It could easily be Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus in a triple threat. I could easily see that happening. Um, yeah, I think it looks really good. And I think, um, gosh, I think it'd be so much better if they got Brock and Lashley, you know, for the fourth time, some kind of gimmick match, like a fight pit or, or something like that. Like we talked about, we talked, was this last week that we talked yes, about it? Maybe, I think so. But either way, I doesn't agree. Elimination, doesn't the Elimination Chamber feel like three weeks ago? 
It does already feel like <laughs> that's what I was saying with Sammy. It feels like it's too late now to go back to talking about him. He, that match, elimination chamber was three months ago. I don't have time to talk about that. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I agree. I think it's a solid card. I think Roman and versus Cody. The the way it's already been built, that first face to face that they're going to have, I think is going to be electric. Yeah, I love that Cody even teased it. Like in one mm-hmm. day, we will someday soon we will be face to face. I was like, oh my goodness, that's gonna be mm-hmm. insane. Um, but what I love about these, and every match here has something that fascinates me because even like Brock versus Omos, look, I know that's not getting many stars. I know it's not gonna <laughs> get, you know, be the match of the night, but from a WrestleMania spectacle standpoint. I think yeah. it'll be fun to see a quick, you know, two big guys beating each other up. And ideally Brock Lesnar F5ing Omos, I think would be just wild to see. So I'd be there to see that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I can tell you the match right now. It's going to be Brock coming in strong. Omos takes over, hits a couple of tree slams, goes for a pin. Brock kicks out. Tree slam goes for a pin. Brock kicks out and Brock gets mm-hmm. up, you know, tackles him. Hits an F5, kick out, and then like two more F5s and gets the pin. So it's going to be one of those four-minute, you know, Brock has like three standard matches. One is like a five-second squash. One is like just big move, big move, big move for like four to five minutes. And then every now and then you get the long Brock Lesnar match like he had with Roman at at SummerSlam. And uh, this is going to be option B. I think I saw someone was talking about Hogan once and he was saying something like uh, they asked him like, so what do you want to do for the match? He said, well, I got three matches. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they all end with, you know, kicking out of the finisher and <laughs> the leg, but, and it exactly, worked, <laughs> but, exa- with, but exactly with Omos Brock, if it's like a five minute match, like just yeah. the visual, I think I get it. Spectacle, fun, cool. I, I don't, I, again, I'm not going to be like probably watching it again in the future but it'll be an easy watch I, I i hear your point and again sometimes we book for the internet and and not think about the masses and um even though the wrestlemania crowd is typically a very smart you know a smarter a lot of internet fans in the crowd but regardless i think brock just fying omos that's that's going to be the uh that's going to be the thing for that as far as lashley and bray goes that could be that could just be ugly. And Lashley having to deal with Hocus Pocus and magic. Uh, they've done such a good job with them. He's one of the few people that have ended a feud with Brock on top as far as wins go. And yeah. him having flashing and Uncle Howdy, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I am so excited. to. Uh, I'm actually very curious to see how this goes. Uh, what's up, Thomas Bison? Good to see you. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Justine, I think I saw you join the chat a little bit earlier too. Uh, Adam as well, but we have, um, but like, I'm actually very interested in how that's going to play out. Cause I can't imagine Lashley acting spooked, you know, I can't imagine yeah. him doing a lot of the stuff that people have had to do in the past. And so part of me thinks that either it's going to be different or I, I, I imagine Bobby's just going to no sell everything. Yeah, with Bray Wyatt, though, Bray Wyatt's one of their top guys. And, you know, L.A. Knight didn't really sell any of the spookiness. He wasn't acting scared of Bray during that whole feud. But, you know, you see how that that ended up for L.A. Knight so far. Hopefully, hopefully they give him something because that dude is so talented. He's so entertaining. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. Lashley, it, it'll be interesting. And who wins? I'm sure they're going to have Bray go over, but I, I, I'd like to see Lashley. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Brock versus Bray just because I wanted to see what happens when he tries to do like a Mountain Dew lights out match with Brock. <laughs> well, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is probably the sponsored match, right? I just mad that. Nah, man, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'll lose to Lashley. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I don't care if it's two losses to one. <laughs> That would just be the the funniest thing, but I really hope Brock gets the win there. Um, I'm still. Oh man, I'd love st- to see like Brock being pitched a cinnamon toast crunch match. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh. I, what I want to see is all the spooky stuff try to happen, and Lashley just crushes whatever. Like like I want to see Uncle Howdy come out and Bobby Lashley just spear him, and then go back to beating up Bray Wyatt, you know, and then. I don't yeah. know the the buzzard come out and he just hurt locks the buzzard and throws him down or so. I'd love to see Lashley just destroy the whole funhouse. Yeah, and you know we've been talking about how good WWE storytelling has been lately. This this has been one rare exception, I, I think, with Bray. Like Uncle Howdy gave Bray the sister Abigail one week, right? Like why are yeah. they together now? Um, is he going to wrestle? If not, what's the point? Um, that, uh, that yeah. that's what I don't like about the. Personally, what I don't like about the Bray Wyatt stuff, it has nothing to do with wrestling. It's just his own thing he's doing. It feels like even the way he called out the winner of a match, it feels like you're not even tied to pro wrestling right now. You don't even have a reason to have this match. Like Sami Zayn is naturally going into the next rivalry and Cody Rhodes is now going into his thing naturally. But with Bray Wyatt, him, uh, I'm just going to challenge the winner of this match. I go, what are you, what are you doing here? Are you part of this show or are you just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's that's why. why I <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, and so that that's what I'm not getting with him. And it's been like months. It's been a yeah, long time. It's he's I, had a long time to get this going. Yeah. So. And Bray, he's he's very intelligent. You know, I always talk about the night the fiend made his debut at SummerSlam against Finn Balor. There was no magic, no red lighting. It, it was just this crazy badass character with a mask and and that was cool that was super cool if they had kept that going but once they added the magic and the spookiness and in the talking and riddles it, it just killed it and I, I just felt like if you let brave be a person you know yeah. instead of some mythical being i think it'll help him out a lot and you can say that they're doing that now he technically doesn't have magical powers but uh he kind of does know. though yeah whatever you call it but the stuff with him and uncle howdy is just brutal to me yeah even though i i I had been watching it because of la night yeah la night's great hopefully he gets a match on here but otherwise yeah super stat card uh everyone in the chat let me know which one you guys are looking forward to are we crazy with our talk about bobby versus bray do you agree with us do you disagree should we be buying into bray wyatt i mean he is one of the most popular wrestlers so maybe we're Maybe we're just old fuddy duddies, Raj. Maybe we just need to... <laughs> we could be. We're just back, back we're, in my we, day. We don't we get these kids. Back in my day, we didn't need to do flips and magic. Right. <laughs> <We> just... <laughs> yeah. You just went down and put on a good hammer lock and <laughs> good chin lock, and there's your match. <laughs> flips, super kicks, and magic. That's all these kids do today. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, every one of these, and I know it's a little unfair because it's, um, I guess in comparison to forbidden door, 
it's so unfair because it's WrestleMania, but every one of these feels like they have a, re- a rhyme or a reason as to why they're happening as opposed to just, you know, this one is a, this guy's a good wrestler. This guy's a good wrestler. What if right. they wrestled each other? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even the more random ones even- like John Cena versus Austin Theory, there's the US title. Cena has history with the US title being, you know, there's a lot of stuff between them that makes that work. So, yeah. And they've done little teases so far. So, it makes sense, and, and and we'll see what happens when Cena comes comes on Raw in a week from Monday. But it, that seems like a natural matchup. Um, yeah, I think this it, it's loaded. Obviously, Sam. I think Sammy and Kevin Owens against the Usos can headline night one. You know. Um, yeah. I I, yeah. I think it could. Like, there's so much stuff. Uh, Joel, real quick, uh, adds Bray can go in the ring if they actually let him wrestle and stop filling his matches with gimmicks. I agree. Yeah, Bray's great. And he's great on the microphone. I just, I feel like, I don't know what this, every time he's out there, I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> what are we right. like? Yeah. So, but I think that does it for us, Raj. Uh, we almost went an hour today. Good for us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The time. Yeah. Considering there wasn't that much big news. So yeah. we're but, able to kill time pretty well, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm best at. It's my skill. <laughs> it's on my resume. Top thing. Uh, but let us know, uh, by the way, in the chat, if you have any other additional questions. But as we close out, Raj, where can the world find you online? Uh, check check me out at uh, the Raj Geary um, on Twitter. And then me and Jack, we finally recorded another episode of Practical Money, youtube.com slash at Practical Money. And we were looking at credit cards. And mm-hmm. Uh, the best uh, credit cards you can have as far as getting cash back. And, and I, there's one credit card that I made almost 1500 bucks uh, in the last 12 months uh, with cash back. And, and Jack, while we were discussing it, he found out you, you, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So check out uh, Practical Money. You can follow me at Real Jack Farmer. And I have links there too. But uh, yeah, we were doing it. And I found out I just had sitting pretty $3,500 just sitting there waiting for me. I didn't even know it was there because of rewards. So lots of cool information there that you guys should definitely check out. Uh, you guys should all check it out. When I say you guys, I mean everyone in the chat here, whether it be Lauren or Darius or Dream Realm Studios, Justine, Ricky, Melissa, Rich, Veggie, Rob, uh, all of you guys here. I, I don't know how far I'm at. Tornado, Baby Ice, Mark. Uh, you guys, well, Mark Smith, I wasn't calling baby. I said Mark, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure to hit the like, comment, share, subscribe, uh, buttons, and make sure to check out wrestling Inc. And all the other after shows tomorrow. Uh, we have an after show for SmackDown and rampage. Uh, it should be good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think that does it for us. Thank you to everybody. And we'll see you guys next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.